society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Duran. Uh, Renaissance woman. How about that? You know, I, I shorten it. Right? When I shorten <laughs> it, uh, people have to uh, are forced to look and say, what's he talking about? But she's a, a, a wife, a mother, a dancer, a, um, uh, a novelist, an author uh, of several books, and she's the subject of two different documentaries and, of course, radio show host, educator, uh, so many different things. Melissa, I tell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank, despite everything. And I hope everybody is doing well. And if you're digging from out under the snow or battling the frigid temperatures, we, you know, we're we're there for you because we're having that right now too in in New York. And if you're in Hawaii, well, <laughs> I don't know if we have much. Yeah, the hell with you. We don't have much sympathy <laughs> for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't have to worry about slipping on ice there. Maybe sand. You're slipping on sand. Slipping on sunshine out right. in Hawaii. The hell with all of you out in Hawaii. And uh, well, actually, that not just Hawaii. A lot of a lot of different places. But I'll tell you what. Florida. All, right, Florida, all over the place, all over the place. Uh, it, you can't escape the uh, the the uh, the equalizer. The common uh-huh. denominator. All of us will experience it one day. And four celebrities, uh, we were just talking off mic, but four different celebrities died in succession. I mean, just uh, just one after the other. And they used to say it, it comes in threes. Well, this, threes. Is, this is fours, uh-huh. and hopefully it'll stop here. But Betty White, right, who was uh-huh. going on her 100th birthday, and, uh-huh. uh, and uh, so much fanfare there. January 17th, she would have been 100. It was going to be a big deal. Sidney Poitier, who's a extraordinary actor retired 20 years ago maybe that's why we didn't hear too much about him michael lang the creator of woodstock who i've had on the show several times and bob saget who i've had on the show a couple of times um he he just recently died and we started talking about bob saget uh before we jumped on Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's sort of a weird um moment anyway and and by the way i don't mean weird like hey there's foul play here or whatever but there's uh it, it it seems like a big mystery he was a young man he was 65 years old which is young nowadays he seemed yeah. like he was in great health they said uh, it had nothing to do with drug use or foul play they jumped on that right away i guess publicist or whatever jumped on that right away but uh he uh uh he, he passed away suddenly and uh, as I, you were you were mentioning off mic, um, and maybe the Ritz Carlton while he was on tour in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, what can you tell us about about Saget? Uh, it, he's the biggest surprise out of all of them, I think. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, for fans of the original Full House, uh, he was the father figure of the very of this very you know young boisterous. Um, I guess blended family and John Stamos, who was the heartthrob at that time and still is, uh, was the uh, was the co-star and then I guess the uh, and then they had his uh, uh, he had of course Candace Cameron Bure, who was the child star and uh, she grew up on that show and it got a cult following. It got rebooted a couple of years ago and he Bob uh, Saget appeared on that. I didn't watch that. But I heard that was also very popular. It wasn't carried on on uh, on ABC Network. It was carried on cable, 
But uh, Bob Saget had gone on uh, with his comedy routine. I mean, he made his, his he had, his, I guess, his, his second career with comedy, and he was on a big comedy tour uh, since September uh, when he was uh, found um, unresponsive in his hotel room in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, at the Ritz-Carlton. And I think this is a shock that's it's come out of nowhere because no one expected him to pass so early. I don't know if he was ill. I don't know what happened. They, the, the police initially don't believe there's any foul play. But yet again, it's, it's just it's just a gut punch. And um, for the, the cast, it certainly was. They were all expressing their, their profound shock and sadness. And for millions of fans out there who grew up on the show, it's, it's really hard to believe that he's gone. So, um, you know, I, I didn't follow his comedy uh, career, um, but he did make a, a, a second coming out of that, I guess, after television. He did other things, too, but his, he focused primarily on his comedy routine. I, and I'm, I'm not sure where to place him, you know, in the Hall of Fame of, of great comedians. I can't say if he's in, he was a Don Rickles or a George Carlin. I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure. But uh, he's forever known as the full house dad yeah no no doubt about that and one of the one of the things about his comedy is it was dirty he he, he was blue and um and and it was kind of shocking because it's like oh, oh mr tanner what are you doing danny tanner you know stop what are you cursing about you know and he talked about you know sexual uh, uh mm-hmm. situations and he talked he was mm-hmm. funny he was a very funny uh, mm-hmm. comedian yeah but um, certainly, the the younger kids wouldn't be watching mm-hmm. him as a mm-hmm. no. as a comedian. No. It would be you know it, it would be a little dark for them. My daughter loved Full House. Mm-hmm. By the way, mm-hmm. not only it, let's let's just peek without even looking at anything. I'm not even reading anything. But Bob Saget's uh, television career is uh, is is unbelievable, right? You have Full House. And that's probably mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw him. I ever I ever heard of him, and I guess that was in the '80s, sometime in the '80s that came yeah. out, and mm-hmm. it, you know went into the '90s, and then the girls grew up. Olsen twins, uh, now yes. billionaires, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it all started with that show. But it was the, it, it was Full House, now Fuller House. But in between mm-hmm. there, How I Met Your Mother, he was on every episode mm-hmm. as the, uh, as the main character's voice. Voice, the narrator. Voice. It was kind of weird, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, why couldn't Mm -hmm. that guy have been, you know, the the voice? And uh, but they had him, I guess, as an older, more mature voice of of Ted. I think it was, and um, Mm -hmm. and and it was, uh, you know, it was a successful voiceover. He does kind of what Patton Oswalt does for the Goldbergs, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. and and talks about the older, you know, the older Ted. And then uh, the other thing is America's Funniest Videos or mm-hmm. yes, something like I that. Yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody getting kind of kicked in the crotch or something by accident mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, all of mm-hmm. that. And it, and it was kind of a, a, a silly show. And, and yeah. you couple that with the young, you know, the, the extraordinarily young audience of, of Full, Full House, um, maybe, you, you know, maybe people kind of... Um, you know, uh, scoff at uh, at those things, but boy, what a career! I mean, that was on for a long time. This America's mm-hmm. Funniest Videos, mm-hmm. and it was popular. It had great ratings. He made a fortune off of these shows, and then his mm-hmm. uh, and his comedy did what it did. I mean, he uh, mm-hmm. uh, he certainly has has a lot to be proud of o- over his career. And I'm sure there's plenty of things that we're missing. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, go to melissaitelljuren.com. And watch the documentaries. Melissa, though, uh, you know, if you think about Bob Saget, 
um, again, it died way too young, but uh, you, you can't feel bad for his, uh, his career success, that's for sure. No, no. But, uh, of course, we have Betty White. Now, the thing that, that um, troubles me with Betty White is, yes, she was weeks away from her 100th birthday, and People magazine made the, I guess, the grand gesture of putting out the 100th birthday issue with her on the on the cover you know happy birthday happy 100th birthday and she and she passed away which is which could happen i mean it's not impossible you know i think most people would be grateful if they could make it into their 90s and i think she, she the fact that she lived so long and she was uh she was so so productive and 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 funny and 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 beloved i think that's what we should celebrate not say oh she was only she almost made it to 100 well okay fine but she made it to 99 which in my opinion without and i don't know what her personal health problems were she seemed pretty pretty healthy pretty strong to me that's a that's a blessing in itself now what troubles me is the lack of attention that the death of sydney poitier is getting and, and maybe it's because he left uh he, you know he retired and um, he did get a Kennedy Center Award and some other honorary um, uh, mentions. And maybe the younger generations don't know who he is or, or just can't appreciate him or have never seen any of his movies on TCM. And I think he really was a, a gem and, 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 and a one-of-a-kind person, an actor and, uh, and a trailblazer in, in, in many respects. Because as a black man, he broke through the barriers and he won an Academy Award and he... Um, he just, I mean, he, he was just such, so immensely talented and, and it, uh, he didn't, he didn't, unlike Betty White, he was not in our, 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 pop, our popular culture conscience. He didn't do what I don't think he did a Saturday night live appearance. I don't think he was on million sitcoms. Um, so people, you know, they say, oh, Sidney Poitier, okay, yeah. Yeah, people like, uh, we would, we know who he is. We, we're aware of him. His movies have been on TCM, Turner Classic Movie Channel. I mean, and he's, a, and his, he's a historical figure. Yeah, no doubt about it. He was, he was an unbelievable talent, Sidney Poitier. Uh, you know, Shakespeare, I'm sure somewhere along the line, I, and I, I don't mean this to stereotype, but somewhere along the line, I, I imagine he did Othello, right? I mean, uh, uh, you know, one mm -hmm. of uh, Shakespeare's famous, uh, uh, you know, uh, black characters. And, uh, and he mm -hmm. just had that voice and that presence mm -hmm. and that acting mm -hmm. ability that you could see on the stage. And uh, just I, uh, to me, I always thought of Sidney Poitier as pure class. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I guess the Blackboard Jungle is uh, was was mm -hmm. uh, where you first saw him as a student yeah. and and uh, you know juvenile delinquent and it didn't necessarily fit um, mm -hmm. his uh, his persona um, he, uh, on in in the heat of the night um, mm -hmm. that was uh, that was an extraordinary move. He won the uh, best picture. Rod Steiger uh, was a was a Southern uh, Deep South. Um, Southern uh, police chief that uh, that uh, was promised help from uh, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, well, actually, no. I think he just bumped into Sidney Poitier. He was down there visiting his mother, and uh, obviously, deep prejudice in the Deep South. And when they found out that Sidney Poitier was a, I think they arrested him, uh, falsely arrested mm -hmm. him for something. And when they found out that he was a hotshot Philadelphia. Um, um, 
a homicide detective, uh, and they said he was the best in the business. His chief up in Philadelphia promised him down there, but there was a famous line, and it, there might have been a book uh, uh, entitled this, and there was a, a follow-up to it, but, uh, but he was like, what do they call you up there in Philadelphia, boy? And then he looked at him sternly, and he said, they call me Mr. Tibbs. And he, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you remember that line, it was just this great, mm-hmm. unbelievable mm-hmm. line. And it, it just, it, the way the the movie unfolded and the way he handled it. Steiger, too, was excellent as as the, um, you know, a, again, bigoted uh, police chief. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, he was uh, he was willing to learn it. Uh, Sidney Poitier was outstanding. Oh, he was. A, and and. Yes, and if you and his other fine movie, uh, just Sir with Love. Uh, I mean, he, he he just had a presence. I mean, he was he was class. He was Jamaican, by the way. Um, he, um, I think he was born in Jamaica, but he was raised in in Manhattan. Uh, I don't know the the details exactly. Uh, and I think he he worked on on getting rid of his Jamaican accent. And I don't remember how he did this, but he worked to, to have a more Americanized American accent, you know, non, a non-regional accent. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the, it, his life and his career, to me, is much more interesting than Betty White. And mm-hmm. Betty White, uh, again, I, I, I love Buddy, Betty White like everyone loves her. Who doesn't love Betty White? Mm-hmm. Um, she never mm-hmm. had children. Um, she yeah. didn't want it to get in the way of her love for animals and what she does for animals, and uh, and that was always well known. Uh, password, right? She got um, uh, she Mary Tyler Moore show. Mary Tyler Moore, yeah. You you know, I looked up the other day just for the yeah. the uh, kind of the heck of it, the um, the net worth of Betty White, and I thought it was something. Mm-hmm. I'm going by memory, but I think it was something like four hundred million dollars. Then I looked up that could mi- be it. Yeah. Then I looked up Mary Tyler Moore, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, at at death it was eighty million dollars. Now mm-hmm. this is someone who was married to Grant Tinker, president of NBC. This is someone who had a major league production company. I mean, it wasn't just the Mary Mary Tyler Moore show. I think she had Bob Newhart. She had she had a whole bunch of big mm-hmm. hits, um, CBS mm-hmm. uh, CBS hits, and and of course the Mary Tyler Moore. And before that, the Dick Van Dyke uh, show she was on. You know where she kind of broke through, but um, can can you imagine Betty White, who was you know she came way after uh, in the uh, in, in the success in that show, and she did the last few uh, you know seasons of that show. But you know Mary Tyler Moore's contract must have been t- tremendously uh, mm-hmm. more lucrative than than Betty White's was on that. Betty White uh, has had the second career. If it, if, if you think about um, it being a uh, a 50 yard dash and Mary Tyler Moore wins in, in a heartbeat uh but when you think of uh when you think of uh, longevity uh it just shows uh goes to show you uh what it could be Betty White um you know made more money uh, tremendously mm-hmm. more money not even double it's a tri- you know triple um th- the money that uh that uh, Betty White made triple the money that Mary Tyler Moore made, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, by the way, not to blow off uh, Betty White there, but um, Michael Lang uh, from Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Did you know much about Michael? Yeah, well, he um, yeah, he was in the news, you know, from time to time. Um, 
keeping the Woodstock memory alive. He had done other festivals as well. I didn't know that. But a couple of years ago, he wanted to have a 50th re- anniversary uh, reunion Woodstock, and he, they, he couldn't pull it together. There were a lot of issues regarding uh, f- funding and security and, and, and venue, and he said, oh, we're going to do it again. I'll get, I'm going to do it. We'll get this done in a you know, few years, and then COVID hit, and then he, had his, he, he, he must have fallen ill, and, and he passed away uh, this weekend. Yeah, uh, amazing. He was the, the image you have of him was at Woodstock uh, being the long-haired mm-hmm. promoter. Yeah, 20, I mean, 25 years old. Yeah, a handsome guy with long hair. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you, you saw him on horseback. You saw him on a motorcycle, yeah. uh, just kind of yeah, getting everything yeah. organized, uh, everyone from mm-hmm. The Who to Jimi Hendrix to Janis Joplin, uh, taking that stage and uh, lost money. At the concert, it became a free concert. Uh, you know where they, you know where they made it though, and they they knew they were going to make it after they they couldn't charge anybody anymore. Then people were just mm-hmm. walking mm-hmm. in, and yeah. there was no way mm-hmm. to police it or no no way to get mm-hmm. it get it going. But they made the money, Melissa, on the uh, on the back end on the uh, mm-hmm. on the soundtrack. They sold it for millions mm-hmm. of dollars, and right. they. Um, uh, and and the movie rights for the for the, the documentary, documentary. Yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 right. So, but and he was so young; he was only in his twenties when he did all this. Yeah, amazing. Uh, amazing. Came, yeah, he came yeah. from some money. You know, his parents had some money, um, uh-huh. and you know, it's a it's a nice way to start out. But yeah, Michael Lang, uh, you know, kudos to what he did with Woodstock, and yes, he did a lot of other uh, concerts, but nothing compares. You know, I mean, how how do you top Woodstock? I mean, you do, you know, you do, <laughs> and, you know, you do Woodstock, and then, you know, what else happens yeah. after that? Yeah, right, right, right. I don't know. Do Woodstock plus ten? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they did have they did have a twenty a twenty fifth reunion, and I don't know how well that went off. And I don't know if he was was he involved with that. Um, yeah, I mean, he, I, I think he probably owns the rights to the name, um, mm-hmm. the Woodstock, uh, you know, festival or whatever it was. And you know, the irony it wasn't it wasn't in Woodstock. It was in uh, you know a, a different uh, different town over there. Was it Saugerties? Uh, or you know something like that, but um, they they wanted to do it in Woodstock uh, because mm-hmm. he wanted to attract Bob Dylan. He wanted Bob Dylan to come to it, so they um, they, they were going to do it right in his own backyard and get him. And they never got him to uh, to do it. But yeah, fascinating um, career. All four of these people that we just talked about had had fascinating uh, careers. But Michael Long, uh, Michael Lang, rather. Um, uh, you know, had had one that uh, could have ended at uh, at 25, and then uh, it, we wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well, it's just uh, it's just unbelievable how how many deaths have occurred in the last few weeks so close together, and it's kind of scary yeah. in a way. Yeah. Do you do you remember a a cluster of deaths? Do you do you remember deaths and and clusters. I remember when Farrah Fawcett mm-hmm. died, uh, mm-hmm. she got the short end of the stick because you know who died the same day? Michael Jackson. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's she could have died any other week. Oh, well, yeah. Can you, could you have held on a little longer? Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Sorry. If she knew. Like, <laughs> poor, poor Farrah. You know, if she knew, if she understood what, what she was going to do, but she was completely lost in there, and nobody was talking about Farrah Fawcett, and she was an icon. She was a tremendous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, model, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to call her a great actress, but, I mean, she was a, a, she, a sex she, symbol. She, 
Yes, exactly. I mean, the Farrah Fawcett haircut and the posters and people, you know, well, boys probably had her poster in their room and girls tried to copy her hair. And yeah, uh, yeah she was an uh, she was an iconic figure. And, and uh, she 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 got, went into acting. She made several movies afterwards. Uh, she had some tumultuous relationships. And then she she also had she had cancer. So it's you know, so it goes. Yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, no, listen, uh, death is, uh, again, the great equalizer. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, go to melissaiteljuren.com and, and see the documentaries, melissaiteljuren.com. Uh, uh, Melissa, yeah, it, w- that's that's one that stands to me. I don't know if you call two a cluster, but, uh, you know, they often say, uh, you know, death comes in uh, in threes and within uh, within days. Uh, you know the 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 I don't know if you call it a cluster, but the the most famous celebrity um, deaths occurring together, uh, I imagine, was Jefferson and and John uh, Adams, and mm-hmm. uh, they died on Fourth of July, uh, whatever year that was, and eighteen twenty six. Yeah, fifty years after the signing of the Declaration. That's right, fifty years. How can I forget? And I I think. Um, uh, I, I think John Adams' final words, and you'll correct me if I'm if I got them mixed up, but his final mm-hmm. words were, uh, at, at least uh, Jefferson survives. Yeah, or he said Jefferson lives. He was 90 years old. Adams was 90 years old. He and he had no idea, of course, because there was no com- real communication yeah. in those days. You know, it took a week to get mail, or two weeks, whatever. And his and, and told his son John Quincy Adams, who was at his bedside, Jefferson lives, not knowing that Jefferson had passed away at 83 hours before, and that in, in, in earlier in the day. Yeah, it just yeah, just uh, amazing. But uh, you know. Yeah. If, uh, you know that that uh, death, the, uh, those two dying on the same day, uh, creates legacy. You know, it it, it uh, you know they had a, a, of course the presidents of the United States, but the two of them being what they were and the founders and and the second and third president dying on uh, on the same time. It, it's it's really uh, it, it's unusual, but it didn't hurt either one. We didn't have mass media. It wasn't like. It wasn't like Farrah Fawcett uh, and no. and Michael Jackson, and then, you know some people might say, "What are you? What are you guys talking about? What do you? What do you? They care if they're dead? That's not there. No, all of these people that we're talking about uh, were, were uh, concerned about their legacy and their lives and their publicity. They all, I don't know, you know what Michael Lang was on publicity, even though I had him on a couple times, but um, mm-hmm. the other, I mean, Farrah Fawcett. Was uh, you know mm-hmm. she was she was big on on publicity mm-hmm. at least while she was she was at it and I'm sure she uh, if she could snap her fingers you know uh, and and die any other day other than Michael and I don't want to be flippant mm-hmm. about it but you know any other day uh, other than Michael Jackson dying well I don't know if she you know when you're that sick I don't think you really yeah. it doesn't you're not aware of time or anything you're not aware of anything it's it's not a question oh god is michael jackson's going to eclipse me and or you know yeah. it, he, she was very ill she was really very ill at the end yeah it, and and his death well that was just um you know I, I i don't know if any if we really knew the true story i think I, in my opinion his doctor was trying the, his best to save him to try to help him and i think things just went wrong from there yeah well you know, we could talk forever about Michael Jackson. Is there one particular celebrity death 
that comes to mind. Even though I wasn't a big royal uh, follower, and, and I'm not now. I interviewed some people on Christopher Anderson, who's a, a you know best-selling author on on the Royals, and I love having him on. And, and uh, Scobie, what is it, Obi Scobie, or whatever? Is, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't make fun, but uh, Scobie Ahmed Scobie, um, who follows uh, you know Harry and Meghan yeah. around, and he's close to them. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really get into the ro- Royals, but I got to say, uh, Princess Diana's death. Yeah. stood out to me. Yeah, well, I think in, in everyone's memory because of her, her life and her and her tragic ending. Her, she was the way she died at, at 36, and 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 the fact that you know, her her well, her whole life was an open book, and she was the most photographed woman in the world, and her, and 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 the, the the marriage debacle was the focus of everything, and. And uh, you know now everybody wants everybody in the royal family. I think wants to you know honor her and the, and her children, named their uh, uh, and they name their children after her. Well, they give them they give well they 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 try to in some way uh, memorialize her and and of course she'll 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 never capture never fail to capture the public's imagination. And uh, like with John F. Kennedy. She's become bigger than life. It, it, the assassination made John F. Kennedy this this larger than life figure, uh, and that was a terrible thing for people who were alive then. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. You weren't. But our parents saw this, and they said it was a you know they said it was a terrible thing that he was gunned down like that. Children were left fatherless. He, he was in the prime of his life, and and ever since then there've been a million conspiracy theories and movies, and uh, and it's still going on now. We when, and documents have not yet been released. You know, 58, 59 years later, why why not? What is there to hide that so many years later most of the major characters are dead? You know, what, what's, I mean, to some people it was a coup d'etat. You know, what's there to hide? Why don't we, you know, we, we still don't know the truth. We're still talking about it to this very day. Uh, and and, and uh, John F. Kennedy would have been well past 100. <laughs> and, yeah. we're, you know, he's going to be like, this is his legacy. You know, um, he's just larger than life. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with 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 Diana because of the the, the divorce and the publicity and, and and the manner of death and the age of her of death, she'll also be this this looming figure. And when her son becomes king, um, you know, whenever that may be, um, she's going to be you know front and center, so to speak. Yeah, uh, yeah, without question, uh, very. Yeah, very unique situations. Um, yeah, Princess Diana was, uh, I guess, in my lifetime, the most talked about um, death. I, I, I've got to believe, uh, probably the most talked about death. I, I shouldn't say my lifetime. Uh, Elvis. Um, oh Elvis yes, Elvis. Right. Yes, Elvis. That's right. I was down in Memphis. Uh, when uh, when he died uh, with my family, yeah, you, were a, you were a little boy then. Did you go to were you going to visit? Um, I don't know, just tour of Grace. You know, they didn't have tours then, obviously. But yeah. were you there just to you know to see him in concert or, or just to try no. to catch a glimpse of him? No, we were we weren't. Nobody was thinking about Elvis. Um, his career, by the way, was in a weird was in a weird spot. Right, I mean, he was in Vegas, and he was uh, he, he was getting grossly overweight. He was in a uh, yeah. terrible shape, uh, um, substance abuse wise. And there was a line that I remember. I was nine years old uh, when uh, when he died. I was ten years old when he died. Uh, it was seventy seven, right? And um, 
And yeah. I remember we were reading the, the reports. I remember we, we yeah. picked up a whole bunch of these newspapers, um, and my mother said, keep them somewhere safe. They'll probably be worth something. And I don't know where the heck they are, but they were <laughs> from the Memphis, uh, whatever mm-hmm. it was, and they were mm-hmm. they were giving them out free on Elvis's death. And, uh, yeah. and we just picked up 100 of them or whatever it was. August 16th, August 16th. That's right, August 16th, 1977. Yeah. So and, we were down and, there. Oh, yeah, and over the weekend, I just wanted to say, over the weekend, Elvis turned 87. There was a big commemoration. Wow. Oh, wow. On Saturday, first eight, what would have been his 87th birthday. Wow. Well, you know what the what the line was that stands out to me was, uh, and and again, I was ten years old, but my brother, who was a couple years older than me, um, mm-hmm. he was reading some of the reports, and mm-hmm. uh, and and one reporter said, uh, Elvis. Uh, he said, "Let's face it, Elvis dying was a good career move," and I, I remember that, <laughs> I, I remember that well, line. And and the it's thing is, it's not remember, far from the truth. Even mm-hmm. right, even at ten years old, I'm thinking yeah. to myself, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess Elvis was because then Elvis became iconic again. The yeah. fact that he died at what was it, forty two or forty four? Forty two, forty two. He became bigger in death, and, and look at the Elvis Presley Enterprises. Graceland is the big institution. It is big tourist attraction, uh, merchandising, hotels, and you have to you have to give Priscilla Presley a hand because. Her father-in-law, her ex-father-in-law, gave her the, you know, passed that on to her. Vernon, yeah, Vernon Presley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was just uh, you know uh, amazing. But yeah, that was the line I remember as a ten-year-old. Elvis dying was a good career move. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, by the way, there's a, there's a famous age, uh, and and you probably you probably know it. It's a uh, it's a number, famous number of ro- that rock stars. Um, seem to die at. Do you know the, you 27. Know the age? 27. 27. Yeah. T- 27. Janis Joplin, right? Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix, yep. Kurt Cobain, yep. and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a number right. of other people that have died at, at 27, and uh, and there are some who have committed suicide, rock stars that mm-hmm. have committed suicide, oh. and, and I wonder if they purposely committed suicide yeah. on... I was thinking the same thing. What is it? They all say, okay, I'm almost 27. Maybe this is what I should do. Right. <laughs> right. My next, my next milestone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make uh, fun of suicide, but when, yeah. when there's people that are, uh, are, are suicidal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're, you know, they're rock stars and they're, uh, you know, on drugs or they're whatever, uh, I guess it would be tempting for them if they're coming to their 27th birthday. And again, I don't want to encourage anybody to commit suicide. Oh, no, but no. I imagine it's very tempting for some of these people to, to die, even Kurt Cobain, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he, if he died at 28, you know, he's out of that, he's out of that club. But the 27 club, they call it. Uh, you've heard yes, that, uh, I'm sure, sadly. many times before. Yes, sadly, that's what it is. Uh, it's, uh, I, I don't know why. But I guess the pressures of being a rock superstar and living that lifestyle, which is is quite grueling in itself, it's it's quite life draining. I think that's what does it. So yeah. um, it's a shame. Yeah, no, it is. It is one hundred percent a shame that either they don't know what they have at that, or they can't handle the success. But Elvis Presley dying at at forty two years old uh, mm-hmm. is. Uh, 
Yeah, again, the line was, and I'm not saying I agree with this or disagree with it, but dying was a good career move. And you think about it, where where he is. I heard also heard a comedian talk about uh, about dead rock stars, and he and he was you know he was making fun. I'm not I'm repeating it, so don't kill the messenger, everyone. And Melissa, <laughs> forgive me for for saying this. I, and again, Melissa, I tell is where you go to watch the documentaries. Frank McKay here with Melissa, our host, each and every week. But one of the one of the lines from a, a comedian, uh, he he said, "Let's face it, if Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, and Janis Joplin were alive, they'd be doing Taco Bell commercials." And uh, <laughs> they could, yeah, <laughs> they definitely they definitely would be on on uh, 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 on Instagram. Um, they they they'd be yeah they would be they wouldn't have to tour that much for Elvis especially. I think the touring was just too much. I think and and, and he wasn't his. His his career was mishandled, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a shame he couldn't stood up and said, "Look, I want, I want to, you know, I want to do concerts in Europe. I want to sing with Tom Jones. I want to make movies. I want to do a." He might have been. He, he might still. He might still been here, you know. I mean, but he was. You know, his his life had had disintegrated. It it had uh, into a, 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 a mess. You know, he was. He needed drugs. He, he was to to live. And then we're not talking about. Street drugs. He was on pers- overprescribed um, medicinals uh, that 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 ruined his body. That that aged him faster than anything else. And and um, had his perhaps had his life been in a different direction, um, he just wouldn't have allowed it to happen. I think he was just at, at, at the at his breaking point by that time. He just he, I don't I, I don't think um I don't think he really wanted to go on. I'm not sure. I mean, there's you can read into it so many different ways. But um, he just couldn't live without the, the pills, and I think it was a drain to have to, you know, be, you know, on, uh, you know, be ready and 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 appeal, you know, appeal to the, the crowds, and it was just, it just took the life out of him. I really think it did, you know, because he 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 adored his fans. He said, "I have to go on for my fans," but you know, we're not machines, and it's and in those days. They didn't have a Betty Ford Center. Maybe if there had been a Betty Ford Center, something like that, someone could have persuaded him to take a break, go there, get some help, and you'll feel better, and we'll discuss other things. But he never got that chance. Yeah. Elvis was a mess. I mean, he was an absolute mess at 42 years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the price of fame, what uh, yeah. what it does to you. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's... Uh, you know, and by the way, that's that's such an easy thing to say for uh, for someone like me who's not famous, right? You know, the the price of fame. You know, you get a little taste of of what it, it's like during during your careers. You know, and uh, and and getting uh, getting press or even getting involved with a scandal and different things like that. Uh, you you get a little feel for what uh, what uh, uh, what they get, but there's no comparison of what we can we can see or the average person could mm-hmm. see that uh, that life would be like uh, like like Elvis would be you know he's mm-hmm. uh, he's made fun of on a massive scale right mm-hmm. uh, as a you know like when he gained weight when he was doing drugs when he said silly things when he uh, did those kind of things Michael Jackson the same thing I mean Michael Jackson he, he he hung his baby out the window. I mean, it was to me, it was well, a horrendous. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, terrible. Bad choice. Bad choice. Talk about making bad choices. Yeah, terrible. And the thing is, 
I've got, thank God. I don't know if that was a little blanket. Was that blanket? <laughs> was that? It might have been. Yeah. Or I don't know, actually. Yeah. I think blanket was later. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's uh, you know, it, it, terrible situation. Marilyn Monroe um, was someone who, uh, you know, the price of fame uh, really came down heavy on her. I mean, and and again, you know, her marriages uh, all, all sounded uh, terrible. You know, to Arthur. I mean, she was married to these uh, desirable men, right? That were big celebrities in themselves. Joe DiMaggio, yeah. Arthur Miller, mm-hmm. and I don't know who the other 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 one was, uh, but. Um, Oh, well, I guess, uh, right, uh, early, the, there was a first one that was non-famous, I think, unfamous. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, anyway, but her, her affairs with the Kennedy brothers and, and Sinatra and, and all of these. But she didn't have an affair with Sinatra, no, no. You don't think so? No, she didn't, no, no. She was, no, he, 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 didn't, he didn't perceive her, and I think he was busy with the, with, with, with Ava Gardner and, and, and Lauren Bacall and other people. He you no, know, he didn't see her in that manner. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that he didn't uh, he, he didn't get involved with her. I you know I that thought way, no. uh, you know Sinatra you know like uh, was in the category of uh, a, a, anything that moved you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. maybe not. Maybe Sinatra was uh, different. Uh, he's obvi- he, he was a womanizer. I don't think there's, even his children have said that. You know, I mean, they said that about him, that he, was, he loved women and, uh, and everything else. But, yeah, but maybe the, the status of the women. Uh, you know, Ava Gardner and Lauren Bacall, and this is not to put down Marilyn Monroe, but Marilyn Monroe was, uh, was seriously on drugs. Uh, and- oh, yes, he knew that. That's why he, he was very protective of her. Uh, yes, he knew that she had problems. Yeah, uh, Sinatra's a fascinating life too. By the way, he lived you know to a ripe you know a ripe old age at least for for him. Mm-hmm. You got to figure with all mm-hmm. the smoking and drinking and whatever. Yeah. He, he outlived what we would think uh, would be his expectation. Um, mm-hmm. But in uh, in general, uh, it, you know his uh, his death. I you know a couple of years ago, what was he born in? I think uh, nineteen sixteen. Uh, or something like that. So, uh, 2016, they they had a big uh, Sinatra uh, birthday party uh, for mm-hmm. his hundredth birthday, and he had been dead for so many years now. But about 20 years or so, more than that, well, more than that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I got invited to two Sinatra. Oh, really? Recently, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. just I guess celebrations of uh, Sinatra, and I, I think it's December or something. Was it December 12th or something? Mm-hmm. Like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But. Uh, anyway, uh, posthumously. Uh, hey, um, here's a side note. And again, MelissaItellDuran.com. I don't know, and this is, you know, it, you know, it, it's in line with what we're talking about. But something mm-hmm. to me that sounds like a pretty damn good idea, and uh, and the Mexican folks uh, celebrate it. But the Day of the Dead, and uh-huh. and one of the things is if I. If I were dead, which I will be one day, right? right? <laughs> we but all will, but let's, will. let's not rush it, right? Right, right. I, I don't want to be dead. I want to live too past. Me uh, too. I, I want to live past Betty White and all that. But yeah, it, me too. Who if, doesn't? Yeah. If I was passed away and mm-hmm. my family uh, on the on the on, uh, either on my birthday or not, not birthday, it's the day of the dead. Uh, on the day of mm-hmm. the dead, once a year, if my family mm-hmm. were to come to my grave and have a good time, not mm-hmm. mourn, not cry, but celebrate mm-hmm. with me as if I'm there, mm-hmm. 
I, I would mm-hmm. love that. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. I'm not saying I could see it or feel it mm-hmm. happening. But I mean, knowing now that they would do mm-hmm. it. I love the idea of the Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I don't know uh, why we don't celebrate it. We steal so many things from different cultures. But to mm-hmm. me, the Day of the Dead sounds like a damn good idea. I think it's what is it Cinco de Mayo? Is that it? No, it's, it's a different one. No. Cinco de Mayo is oh. a different, you know, whole different celebration. Oh, okay. I, I think the Day of the Dead. I I, I think it's uh, is it Halloween? But that's All Saints, All Hallows Eve, All yeah, All Saints Day or whatever I'll it's called. I'll try to look it up real quick without getting distracted. Yeah. But I mean that would be a that, that would be a, um, a, a a a much different experience, and mm-hmm. I think people leaving this this world knowing that their family is going to celebrate them on this day um mm-hmm. i think would be uh and, and if we say to them hey look uh, no tears everybody try to keep mm-hmm. it positive but have a have a big celebration and have me there somehow <laughs> have, you know like put right. me there uh, you know to put me it that sounds your... like a good idea uh, any yeah yeah any last <laughs> thoughts on either this or or any of the celebrity deaths that we just spoke about well, yeah, I just hope we don't see another, you know, string of, of passings, but that's life, unfortunately. But I, I hope that we can remember these people and um, honor their memory by um, watching what they did. And and I think uh, for generations to come, it's important to note, um, you know, these people like Sidney Poitier, very important uh, uh, superb actor, fine actor, and uh, I mean he was he 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 was in several uh, um, classic movies. Um, check out TCM, and, and I'm sure you can probably find a movie to watch on your phone with that featured Sidney Poitier. To appreciate him, and um, you know for, for for pop culture people like Betty White and Bob Saget, um, you know their their losses felt you know, upon the, the popular culture, let's say. So um, let's keep ourselves in good health, and um, hopefully uh, the new year will bring better tidings. Yeah, amen to that. Happy New Year, too. I think this is our first. Oh, yes. no, this is our second. That's second, right, yeah, right. Second. Okay. I, hey, here's an answer to the Day of the Dead question before we go. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the is, is a holiday, Day of the Dead, is a holiday traditionally celebrated on November 1st, and oh, second, okay. Uh, though Post other Halloween. days, such as October 31st or November 6th, have been included depending on the locality. So uh, different mm-hmm. countries uh, mm-hmm. spend different days as the Day of the Dead, but it's right in that, that six, mm-hmm. seven-day window of um, uh, of days, and it's a holiday. It's a good one at that, and, uh, and again, so uh, kudos to uh, mm-hmm. the folks that celebrate that, I think it would be a great idea. I'm going to tell my mm-hmm. tell my family. I'm going to have them remember this <laughs> after I go celebrate. Have a party uh, with me on uh, thing. No tears, just everybody celebrate and uh, celebrate open and just have a ball, right? <laughs> have a ball, have fun, and that would be uh, that's a nice tribute to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and even other tributes. You there'll be bigger ones. Big, you know you'll. Well, you won't. You may or may not know, but let's let's not even go there yet. No, definitely not. We we got a long time to no. go. Melissa, I tell Joran.com. Melissa, thank you. Oh, uh, thanks, Frank, and thanks to everyone. And stay safe, and we'll we'll join you next time.
And yes, and uh, and thank you for listening each and every week, and uh, and to the the family members of Bob Saget, Michael Lang, mm-hmm. uh, Sidney Poitier, and Betty White. I'm going in reverse order uh, to all of them. Uh, rest in peace uh, to these uh, these celebrities, and uh, they've uh, they've lived celebrated lives, uh, deservingly mm-hmm. so. Frank McKay signing off. You've been listening to the Melissa Itell Juran Show, and we will see you next time on. The Melissa Itell Joran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.